You're listening to Shows That Shaped Me, a podcast by What's On Stage. This week's guest is Olivier Award winner Nancy Carroll. After graduating from Lambda in 1998, her first professional acting job saw her star alongside Kate Blanchett and Rupert Everett in the big screen adaptation of Oscar Wilde's An Ideal Husband. In 2010, she won an Olivier Award for her performance in After the Dance at the National Theatre, and more recent stage credits include Young Marks at the Bridge Theatre, Wojciech at the Old Vic, and The Duck House at the Vaudeville Theatre. In 2015, she starred as Audrey Mildmay in David Hare's The Moderate Soprano at the Hampstead Theatre, a role she's returned to for the West End Transfer, currently running at the Duke of York's Theatre until the 30th of June. Here is Nancy Carroll. The most memorable production of my career so far is a really tough question, but I think I can fairly neatly get it into three. Um, which is Midsummer Night's Dream at Sheffield Crucible, directed by Michael Grandage, um, playing Helena, which was the most beautiful ensemble um, and extraordinary life-affirming show. It's it's my favourite Shakespeare play, but that production was so alive and vital and exciting, and in that space with the, the lights across the ceiling and the fairies that all had fairy lights woven into their jackets. It was absolutely wondrous. After the Dance by Terence Rattigan, um, directed by Thea Sharrock at the National Theatre, was an extraordinary experience from start to finish um, and way beyond, really, because of how it seemed to have an effect on the people that watched it. And it blows my mind that Terence Rattigan wasn't more proud of it as a piece because it's the most extraordinary play and completely wonderful to be in because it's it's a car crash waiting to happen but it draws people in thinking that they're in this drawing room comedy and it's all terribly lovely and then it just implodes in the most gorgeous way and my third most favorite experience uh would be Amelia Bulmore's play Mammals at the Bush with Dan Ryan and Neve Cusack and Mark Bonnar and Janie Hazelgrove and Helena Limbury, which is was the most extraordinary play um, that took place in an IKEA kitchen. Um, and that Janie and Helena played two young girls and Mark and I played a couple who'd sort of turn up in the middle of this marital row um, it was just, yeah, just an amazing experience and a gorgeous play, incredibly real, which made the audiences feel sort of comforted and uncomfortable in equal measure. The most memorable production that I've ever had the privilege to watch is a really hard question to answer because it's just too many to mention. I have to say the first one that sticks in my mind was... Um, Guys and Dolls at the National, which I saw as a child. And I've said this a few times, I I absolutely know that that was when I decided I wanted to be an actress. Um, Bill Patterson, Julie McKenzie, it was, it just sort of set my brain alight. Um, And to watch a a stage being used in that way... um, that in some way was akin to a child's imagination it was just an extraordinary um, life-changing experience. So many 
plays along the way. I went to university in Leeds and saw lots of exciting work at the West Yorkshire Playhouse, including Toby Jones playing the government inspector. I just think he's a genius. And he was absolutely gorgeous to watch. It was just such a joy to watch an actor handle an audience the way that he does. Um, And things went wrong on stage and he managed to use them as part of his performance. And it was just joyous. There was one scene where he started this sort of diatribe as he wandered through this party that had been held um, for him, the end of which he was sort of paralytically drunk. And so you watch this descent into this alcohol-infused vortex, and it was absolutely beautiful. Uh, Most recently, Girl from North Country, which I saw twice, was just gorgeous, beyond words, jaw-dropping, beginning with Justine Mitchell and Sam Troughton at the National. It was beautiful. Jez Butterworth, um, Jerusalem. And then finally, uh, Ben Batt and Johnny Bailey um, in the York Realist at the Donmar, which was six actors on one set telling a simple story and for me, it doesn't really get any better than that. It's, It was just beautiful. It was the listening, the, the response, the chemistry between each of those actors and how they responded to each other um, was just beautiful. For an actor to get completely lost in another actor's work without sort of analyzing it not that not that I do but I know it's one of the occupational hazards that that we all suffer from but it was it was it was really quite a a special experience and and I'm so glad that I had the privilege of of watching them the production I missed uh there's a few but the two I want to mention, one is that I've, I've read about and I've seen on film, which was uh, Laurence Olivier in uh, Long Day's Journey Into Night. But I gather from people that saw it originally that the film is not as good as the stage production and that Olivier wasn't happy with it um, and that Michael Blakemore wasn't happy with it, um, that it didn't translate. But actually what happened on stage was something amazing and that I think Olivier who from everything that I've read and heard was was quite a technical actor in many ways was able to lose himself in a in a piece of work that that sort of that he didn't understand necessarily the outcome um and I think it was again like so many things um an unexpected um, success because of the chemistry between every single person in that room um, and that, that none of them could have could have imagined that, that the, what, what they as a, as a company created. Um, the other production that I wish I'd seen was my husband, Joe Stone Fewings, just before we met, did a production um, of Gary Owen, wrote a play called Shadow of a Boy, uh, as part of the National Loft season that Erica Wyman directed, in which he played um, a man, I think, 
from a boy's imagination or possibly from outer space. Either way, he was in a an orange and purple um, motorbike outfit with lots of curly hair and um, made a tricorder out of a, um, a de-icer and a calculator and several rubber bands that he used to analyse all the um, earth-bound objects that flummoxed him. And uh, I wish I'd seen it for so many reasons. And I think what the loft season represented was so exciting. And, and if the National ever considered doing it again, I'd love to be part of it, or or even as an audience member, because I think it was, it was so exciting. The National is such a bonkers building, and for them to have used every single possible space and give so many young actors and young directors and young writers the chance to just create something to fill those individual spaces, I think is so exciting. The person I'd most like to work with is a really, really hard question because I've worked with so many lovely people I feel like I'd I'd actually really like to work with everybody I've worked with ever before again. Um and that either because it was it was completely gorgeous the first time and how wonderful to have the chance to repeat it or if it didn't go well the first time then I'd like to um have a chance to make it better. <laughs> um beyond that so many people that either are no longer with us or just just beautiful people to watch on stage. Um, Lindsay Duncan, Penelope Wilton. The, the list is endless. But I think at the end of the day, anyone who will have me. Thank you for listening to Shows That Shaped Me, a podcast by What's On Stage. If you've enjoyed listening, please do subscribe on iTunes so that you don't miss a single episode. Previous episodes include Kate Fleetwood, Gina Beck, Drew McConey and Rosalie Craig. <laughs>